The revolution is here, motherfuckers. Get ready for episode two of Book Club. I just had a, a big hit off my vape, and I think I'm done coughing. But again, we don't edit Book Club, so if we just run into a bunch of coughs, I'm sorry, not really. I'd rather be stoned doing this than not. So I'm not done with the book. I know I said I was going to do it in two parts, but so much has happened, I wanted to talk about it. I'm on chapter 25. That is the next chapter to read. So this is up from wherever we were last time to chapter 24. And I know that's not a lot but uh, as far as pages go, but a lot has happened. So they went to Oklahoma City for the big socialist meeting. And they being uh, our boy Jim... And his uh, father-in-law, Mac, and some dude that Mac knew who had a car. So they got in a car and went to Oklahoma City. And Jim felt really fucking out of place because he is a country, on-the-farm kind of dude to the point where he didn't know like how to, to handle restaurants or whatever. He was just not – he was uncomfortable, you know, Um which is kind of funny because I always say people from small towns can fit in better in a, a big city than vice versa because people from small towns have had to go to big cities to do anything really. Uh, so they're used to having to go to them. Whereas people from big cities don't ever go to small towns. Uh, but anyway, at the they went to Oklahoma City. Jim waited around and they went to a secret meeting. And then after that one, they were like, all right, there's a bigger meeting tonight. So Jim's allowed to go to that one. And they go to that one, and a man from Germany or Austria, I don't remember exactly, one of those two, I believe, he is invited to speak. And basically, the guy who was introducing him said, we wanted you to come because we wanted to find out if you were a red socialist or if you were a yellow socialist, meaning are you going to fight or are you a coward? But he gets up there and he kind of says, like, hey, so how many people do y'all have ready for this fucking re revolution? And they said, you know, over a thousand. I don't remember exactly how much they said. Maybe around two thousand. But it was a lot. And he just said, if you have that many people, you have like 400 informants. The best thing that you can do is to stop talking about this, to lay low for a while because there are informants. Uh, among you, and I'm out. And he dipped out. And he's right. Now, we don't know in the book that there's informants. I'm not saying that there necessarily are within our, our, our buds, our characters in the book. But just in real life, know that there's a good chance that if you try to do something like this, you have friends that are actually in the FBI. <laughs> like, there's been activists that I have dealt with personally that have been upset because I've had a camera around uh, when we were marching or something like that. And it's like they don't want their faces to be seen. And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. There are undercover sheriff's department people here. How are you not seeing that? They're the people who look like fucking undercover cops. They stand out like a sore thumb, and they're here. Plus, if you're downtown somewhere in front of City Hall or something, they're not going to take my cam camera footage. They're not going to take anything from me because they don't need to. They have their own cameras all over town. We are being surveilled all of the time. 
depending on where you live, but cameras are only going up. Businesses have cameras now. You're not hiding. So uh, just in general, I, I will assure you that there's probably some type of informant in whatever crazy group you got. I mean, you know, they're still going to do this revolution. And they're all getting wound up about it. And, and you can see why. I mean, they're getting screwed financially. Life is hard for them. And, you know, I don't blame them. But it's kind of like opposite team. But on January 6th, you had a lot of people who just riled each other up until they decided, okay, let's go to the Capitol. And they don't have a fucking plan because they're, they weren't an army. They weren't like, they don't have a leader. They're just a bunch of fucking idiots. And so these guys are at least a little more organized. They have, uh, you know, the, the main leadership. Then they have uh, local, like regional leadership. And then everybody under that person reports to them. And they're going to meet up with people in other states. But to the point where you have to have that much, that many people and that much organization, people are going to talk about it. No one's going to keep their mouth shut. You know some people do. You know, some people are good at keeping secrets because they don't want to end up in jail or whatever. Some people are going to brag about this shit. So anyway, uh, they get back home, and Max throws a get-together at his place, but everybody's kind of invited, and the thing is we don't talk about uh, the revolution. We don't talk about socialism. Let's just have fun before we all go and you know, start a fucking rebellion. And uh, people come, and it's a good time. Uh, and Jim, he hangs out with Happy, who is the, uh, who is his sister-in-law, who's in high school. And they somehow, for some reason, I don't remember, they go off together uh, outside and end up fucking around. And a little bit later that night, she ends up also fucking around with someone around her own age, Bud, the guy who uh, was a real piece of shit and his mom wasn't into her uh, being around. And uh, come to find out that Bud, spoiler alert, by the way, but I would figure, well, I told you where I was in the book. Come on. Bud saw her in June. So he has something to kind of hold over her head. But he was all like, oh, I love you. I want to be with you. It was all, you know, bullshit. He was just trying to have sex with her. And he did. And now she's pregnant. It's kind of a secret. She's not really telling anybody. But she uh, has tried to tell Bud, who wants nothing to do with her and just won't fucking talk to her. Um, she went by his house finally because she couldn't get in touch with him. And his mom came out and said, we know about you and your brother-in-law. You better get the fuck out of here. We're not going to deal with you. Call her, she called uh, her a slut uh, and other uh, old-timey names for slut. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of, we're kind of <laughs> caught up on Happy's story. So there's this other family in town. And um, 
they are kind of the poor family, the uh, Wellhoffs, I guess, if I'm saying it right. Uh, and I don't know if I talked much about them before, but they're talking about how they can't get loans. They can't do uh, certain things because, A, the, the husband, he went to jail because this is also during Prohibition. And he was making moonshine and whiskey. And he got caught. So he got out of jail, and he's trying to farm, which already sucks and is hard, and already takes more money than he kind of expected it to, and the bank won't give him a loan, which is the thing we keep running into. He has multiple kids. One of them gets sick and dies. Um, it's, s like, such a bummer, but because of that, they have a preacher do the service, and now they're fully Christians, like ate up with it. But she gets pregnant again. Her name's Birdie. His name is, let me open my book, see if I can't find it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm just not going to be prepared. I'm not doing it. You can't make me. Not here. Um. So anyway, she gets pregnant again, and his name is Ned. I found it. Birdie gets pregnant. She's having a lot of trouble um, physically with the pregnancy. She's sick all the time. She's having migraines. She's not able to function. She's lightheaded. She gets dizzy. So they go to the doctor. And they give her a prescription, tell her she needs to eat better, uh, all this stuff. Uh, but they can't afford that. They basically just uh, tell her, that, I, I don't know how we're going to do this. And the doctor's getting mad at them, saying, like, okay, you're going to fucking die. I don't know what to tell you. You can either do it or she's going to die. Um, and then that also takes her away from the work. So if she can't uh, work and she's on bed rest, which is also what the doctor says, she can't help with the work around the farm. They're already not making enough money for the shit that she needs anyway. The only thing he can think of is to go to the bank. And the guy at the bank is an asshole and basically says, like, what do you fucking poor farmers think a bank is for? Like, we're not just handing out loans so your wife can eat, like, good food every now and then, like, Get out of here. You're wasting time. You ought to be in the field fucking working. Then you wouldn't have this problem, huh? And he, uh, the banker also says that basically his wife is so fat that maybe she needs to not eat as much as is. Like, you know, he's an asshole. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. The, the last chapter that I read is when Happy uh, gets told off by her, uh, by that lady bud's mom called her uh, a shameless wretch that's pretty good um said that she'd have her arrested for adultery which i uh, maybe you could in the 20s in oklahoma get arrested for adultery i, I don't know sounds good sounds sort of like not good but sounds right that sounds like something that would happen um but we're getting close to actual rebellion they're planning it. They're just keeping it a secret. Of course, uh, Jim finally told his wife, like, we're doing it. And she's not happy about it. She wants him to stay. 
She doesn't want him to get killed. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where I, I kind of know what happens historically. I mean, a lot of these people that they're going to have to fight, especially at first locally, they're going to be people you, you know. Uh, and that's really difficult to shoot somebody that uh, you've grown up with your whole life. And uh, kind of the scary thing is that in, in our, in the present, is the breakdown of the community. You know what I mean? These people all know each other. So, you know, the sheriff that's going to come after them is going to be a dude that he knows, and they're going to have to decide, are we going to actually fucking kill each other or not? But we don't have that community so much now. We don't know people. So it gets easier for strangers to shoot other strangers and to consider them, them the enemy. Although, <coughs> excuse me, Happy's going into town, and she tells Mac, her dad, hey, I'm going to go into town for a little while. And he basically says, well, a lot of people are very angry about socialists right now, and people are starting to talk about what's happening, meaning, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Somebody's got a big fucking mouth, and people are upset. And so he basically tells her, like, they may arrest me, but I don't think they would arrest you because you're just a kid. But you need to look out because people are very angry right now. So you see the tension building. And, you know, you do have a lot of these characters that in and of themselves hate socialists. Because that's the scary thing that they've been told to, to hate. Uh, you know, we do this all the time. We have, we have this other, this group that we, we have to hate them. You know, in the Cold War, it was the communists. The communists were coming for us. Uh, and, you know, uh, so there's already that, uh, you know, the violence I is palpable. You can kind of feel it happening or about to happen, but it just hasn't happened yet. And I'm not sure exactly what's going to start it off. I mean, they're planning for a specific time, you know what I mean? But I historically don't know and in the book don't know if something's just going to pop off and that's where you start out at uh you know historically i do know that they started with these like you know uh they might blow up uh something uh or they might you know these little <laughs> i want to say booby traps it's not for a person so it's not a booby trap but they they would just do things like that uh, with these companies that they were upset at, the, the capitalist class that, you know, whether that be the banks, or that be the guy who owns the, the farm that they're sharecropping or whatever, the railroad company. They do, they call them like night runs, but, you know, they just sabotage something. Whether that they maybe blow up a bridge that you know, was a railroad bridge or something like that. Uh, and so we haven't really seen a lot of that in the book up to now. So I don't know if that's how, how they're going to start. Uh, you know, a lot of these people are rebellion adjacent, adjacent. So, you know, I, I don't really know who's going to be in it and who's just going to be watching it from the outside going like, holy shit, you know, my husband just got shot by some 
dude who was our neighbor for years. I, you know, I don't know. But that was just enough for me wanting to do this because I felt like uh, that was a lot. That was a, a lot that, that happened. Uh, the next one I do will be the end. I'm I'm pretty close. Pretty short book. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. That That's it. I'll talk to you next time I do this, and we will finish the Green Corn Rebellion. <laughs>